Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got some of the most astounding information you might have ever heard in your entire life. And that is, what if I told you that the Bible tells us, maybe not in the words we want to know, but what if I told you that the Bible actually tells us the month that the great miracles, the great revivals will begin? It actually tells us the month. What if I told you that? And what if I'm right? What if God has shown me that the miracles really are about to start? Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. First of all, the month, and then we're going to talk about, is this the year for the great miracle revival to begin? Okay, here we go. Joel 2.23. And you know, it's always so interesting (laughs) reading the Bible because it's so strange how we can read it. We can even memorize the verse, but not necessarily understand it or not really see it. Okay, this is one of those places where you know these verses, and as I read them, you're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm familiar with that. And then you're about to get a shock to understand what they really are saying. Okay, let's go to Joel 2.23. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Okay, now who are the children of Zion? Well, obviously, it's the Jews, but it's really the people of the covenant. Now, what is the covenant? Well, the covenant is that Jesus was nailed to the cross. Now, the Jews can be linked into that same covenant, but then we are also linked into that covenant. So when he says, you children of Zion, he's talking about the children of the covenant, and we are a part. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former reign moderately. What's that? Well, that's the day of Pentecost. And he will cause to come down for you the reign, the former reign, that's Pentecost, and the latter reign, oh, here it is, here it is, in the first month. I cannot tell you how many times (laughs) I have read through that verse, but here, I mean, just, I don't know, a couple of months ago, it's like all of a sudden I saw it. Let me read that again. See if you got it. It's telling you when the great revival was started. It's telling you specifically what month. I will cause to come down for you the former rain, that's Pentecost, and the latter rain in the first month. Okay, so it tells us that this great end-time revival, this end-time Miracle begins the first month. Okay, so what's the first month? Please don't say January. <laughs> it, it's not upon the Gregorian Western Gentile calendar. This is talking about God's calendar. Okay, so what's the first month? Well, this year, that first month is April. So he's saying that when he does it, he's going to be doing it in the month of April, if it were to happen this year. Okay, so now that brings us to the next question. Okay, Stan. What makes you think that it's going to come down this year? Very good question. Verse 28. And it should come to pass afterward that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. What? All flesh. In other words, this is a global thing. It's not just Israel, not just America. It's not just on the Christians. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. So, It is a great revival, a great pouring out of his spirit. And it starts in the first month. This month, or excuse me, this year, that first month is April. And I also, upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days, will I pour out my spirit. Now let's go to the next question. Is this the year? Okay, so we got the month. Okay, so it's going to be the first month. And if it were to happen this year, it would be sometime in April. Okay, so what year? Well, Jose says... After two days, he will revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. What's that saying? 
It's saying that after 2,000 years, he will revive us. And in the third day, he will raise us up. It means we get our glorified body and we'll live in his sight. Some of us even to get, uh, get to live in the new Jerusalem and get to live seeing his face. Yeah, and that's topic for another day too. But what is this two days? Okay, so that's the big question. <laughs> I can't tell you how many years I've wondered. Okay, so what is it that stopped the prophetic time clock for those 2,000 years? And what is it that started the prophetic time clock? Well, when I wrote the book, God showed me. And it's on the charts in my book. It's a little red stop sign. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you again. You got to get the book to understand this because it's just so deep. I can I, look if I if I spent the next month and nothing but the radio programs just talking about what's in the book, you still wouldn't get it. There are some. It's just like there's some things, some things so deep and so important they just have to be written. And in this case, I also include charts in the book. So anyway, the. Prophetic time clock. I'm about to give you one of the biggest revelations of your life, if you want to understand prophecy. The time clock stopped. The prophetic time clock stopped with Jesus' resurrection on first fruits. And the prophetic time clock starts again on first fruits when he returns as the Lamb of God and resurrects the 144,000. Now again, I know, you probably think, what? Get the book. Get the book, and then you will understand, because I'm heavily into scriptures. Everything I say in the book, I back up with scriptures. You do not have to wonder whether this is accurate. Matter of fact, part of the prophecy was that God said he would send his spirit, his witness, the witness of his spirit with the book, and that's one of the comments that keeps coming back. You know, as I was reading your book, it's like the Spirit witnessed to me that this is true, this is true, this is true. I kept getting, I knew I was reading the truth. Yep, there you go. Get the book. All right, now, so Hosea 6.2 says, after two days he'll revive us. Matthew 26.2 says, and you know that after two days is the feast of the Passover. March 14.1 says, after two days was the feast of the Passover. Well, that's a prophecy. It's not just said once, it's said twice. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established, brothers and sisters. So that's saying that two years, or excuse me, 2,000 years after Jesus' resurrection will be the final Passover. It will be the final first fruits. Well, the problem is, and now kind of get into a little bit of dating, but what I'm trying to say is Jesus is not coming back in 100 years. He's not coming back in 200 years. He's not coming back in 50 years. He's not coming back in 25 years. He's coming back real soon. Okay, so back to our question. Is 2019 the year? Now, Pastor Massey called me 418 of 2018. I was praying about 3 o'clock this morning, and the Lord told me that miracles are about to hit. Not double portion miracles, but seven-fold miracles. Then Neville Johnson prophesied January 13th of 2017. I saw the rise of great ministries, such as Billy Graham, hear that word, Billy Graham, Oral Roberts, William Brannan, T.L. Osborne, and many others. This came known as the 1948 Great Move of God, that shift that occurred in the world and the church in 1948. It is about to happen again, this time seven times greater. Now, the other side of that coin is God is about to empower the church and such authority that it has never been seen in the church, eclipsing even what the early church experienced, in fact, seven times greater. So now we have two people that says seven 
times, sevenfold miracles, not just double portioned, sevenfold miracles. Again, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let the thing be established. Now, Pastor Massey lives here in America. Neville Johnson lives in Australia. I don't think they've met. I don't think that they've conspired together to say seven times. It's the Spirit of God. But we're still trying to ask ourselves the question, is it 2019? Okay, fine. We've proven that it's the first month. And if it starts this year, I know it does, and probably most of you listening know it does, but if it starts this year, it would start the first month, and that would be April. Okay, so let's go on to the next question, is it 2019? Melbourne prophesying 10, or 12, 31 of 19 says, the greatest move of God, which has ever hit the planet, will begin in 2019. Whoa, think about it. Think about it. That's a big prophecy. Okay, now this brother is not prone to wild, crazy things. And I'm going to show you, I've got several people that say this. Let's go on, though. Ever hit the planet will begin in 2019. Many will be brought into the kingdom of God. It will be the great finale of God, like this world has never seen. The whole earth will be filled with with the knowledge of the glory of God. Well, what did we just read in Joel 2, 28? He'll pour out his spirit on all flesh. He didn't say just Christians. On all flesh. Okay, It's the great finale of God. The whole earth will begin to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God and the reputation of God. Every square inch of the planet will begin to know that there is only one and only one almighty God, and I am a God of unconditional love. Now, let me pause on that. I'll come back to that. You remember Jeremiah 16 19 to 21 says, O Lord, my God, and my refuge, and my fortress in the day of affliction, the Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth, and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. In other words, they've been lied to. They've been lied to about these Buddha gods and other things like that. They've been lied to. And shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit and have made unto themselves gods that are not gods. Therefore, this once, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know, even says it twice, I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. Brothers and sisters, that is an unfulfilled prophecy. That is saying that he is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, not just Christians, all flesh around the globe. The entire globe is about to be hit with the greatest move of God, because it is the finale. It is the few years just before we go into the tribulations. I talked about yesterday, look, if you wait, if you wait until you see the Antichrist to get saved, you're probably not going to get saved. This guy is going to look so good. He's going to sound so good. He is going to be so caught up. And this is the strong delusion. God is going to send a strong delusion that all those not had already come to the knowledge of truth, if they see him, by the time they see him, they're probably sunk. That's the reason you got to accept Jesus. Now, your friends, your neighbors, your sons, and daughters, all the people you love, you want them to get saved, you better be getting them saved now. Okay, let's go on. Thus the Spirit of God said, In 2019 will be the year of new beginnings. It will be a year of prophecy being fulfilled as never before. It will be the year whereby all the dreams and hopes of ages prayed for and not seen will begin to take place in the year 2019. The greatest move of God which has ever hit the planet, will begin in 2019. The whole earth will begin to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God or the reputation of God. Every square inch on the planet will begin to know that there is one and only one almighty God. I am a God of unconditional love. Don't be shaken. 
in the year 2019 will begin the beginning of the great wrath of the devil. It will take people all the way to the tribulation period. Planet Earth will begin to experience disastrous things like planet Earth has never seen before. It will begin in 2019. Those who have their foundation in me and those who know I'm unconditional love will not be affected. I will put hedge of protection and divine influence around them. It will be a time of great promotion like this world has never seen. I will do things for them that people have never experienced before. For those who know my love and experience my love will do things never done before. I will protect my children and bless my children and bring them to a higher position spiritually, physically, financially, as never before. Visitations of angels will begin in 2019 like this world has never seen. Some will walk close to me and be translated to heaven as the Apostle Paul. I will share things with them personally, and they'll take back this divine anointing, this glorious anointing, and lives will be changed by their presence. This will be like the noonday sun. They will glisten from their very flesh. Even their clothes will be brought into the kingdom. I will do this for my people. I will begin in 2019. Things that have never been done before for those people who have trusted in me and believed in me have exalted my word above everything else. I will do the impossible for them. I will do what I said in my word. It will begin in 2019. The start of the greatest miracle revival. That's what I'm clear to say that. I believe that this sevenfold miracle crusades starting April 19th through 22nd, you see, that is the first month. That is the first month. And it's also on Passover. You see, the curses concluded that night with the death of the firstborn when the death angel passed over. And the beginning of blessings started Passover. Passover is the start. It's the change from the old to the new. It's the change from curses to blessings, from death to life. January 2nd, 2019, Pastor Corey from Fairfield, Illinois, prophesied, the church, the Lord's bride, will have their covering renewed in the blood of Christ like a fresh baptism. The saints of God will perform mighty works through their testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Verified miracles will happen. Some will turn to Christ. Others will become enraged. The spiritual battle will begin in the open. I believe April 19th, by the way. The spiritual battle will begin in the open. The way to victory is through the blood of Christ. July 10th, 2012, Pastor Shane Warren prophesied, The body of Christ stood up, and people turned to the churches. Miracles returned to the church. I saw, I saw cities of refuge where God was protecting them and revivals taking place. Judgment brings revival to America. I saw God prospering greatly, many people acquiring things of great wealth in a great transfer of wealth coming into the hands of the believers. Churches became cities of refuge. All of a sudden, the body of Christ stood up like a mighty sleeping giant in the earth and began to minister. Uh, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, it starts April 19th, 2019. And I'm not trying to say that we're so arrogant that it only starts at our meeting. I believe it starts all across the world because, you know, Passover is not a spirit of prophecy church or a sevenfold miracles crusade holiday. It is a God thing. It is his day. When he starts doing miracles, they began on Passover. And this year, they're going to begin on Passover again. He's confirmed that to me. You know, let's go on, though. Then, Prophet Sundar Salvarej has four angels visit him. And by the way, there's more on Shane Warren. He goes on to say there's, just, there's economic storms. There's great. Anyways, let's go on. 
July 6, 2018, four angels visited Prophet Sundar Salvarej, and he said, miracles are coming, like we, speaking of the angels talking to him, like we, the angels, have never seen. He said, a respite has been given to this nation by the council in heaven. Now, the definition of respite is a short unit of rest from something unpleasant. Further proof. September 5th, 2018, Land of Osser, out of Australia, prophesied many have been plagued with physical issues for a lot of their lives. Many have now been battling with sickness and one thing or another in their physical bodies. There is a miracle waiting for you. There is a miracle turnaround waiting for many. Many of you have faced the same ailment over and over again. Get ready to see a supernatural display of his power. Creative miracles of healing, supernatural turnarounds in your physical body as you worship. See, brothers and sisters, this first crusade, this is not for the general public. I'm not running ads. I could, but I'm not running ads all over these secular stations and uh, newspaper and uh, TV. And that's coming down the road. This one, this one is mostly for prophecy students. This is the upper room experience to create an end time army of prophecy teachers working sevenfold miracles to win souls. That's what it's about. We ask you to do a three-day consecutive fast. It doesn't have to be difficult. Do what you can do. Do not let the fast keep you out. Also, we ask a $222 seed. That's a seed to help us to get these miracle crusades started. And if you're supposed to be there, then God will confirm to your heart. And if he'll confirm to your heart, then the 222 is not a problem. That's an Isaiah 22, 22 seed because Isaiah 22 is talking about the key of David that openeth that cannot be shut and shutteth and cannot be opened. That's what we want to do. We're sowing a seed. We're fasting three days. We're going to have about 1,700 people doing a three-day fast, asking for miracles to start on this day, even just, just being in a room. Just being in a room with people fasted three days, you want to be there. Also, being there with people that have 1,700 people fasting and praying for miracles at that meeting, you want to be there. This is the upper room experience, my brothers and sisters. If you want to serve in the last days, look, you can either be a spectator or a participator. You can either be up in the stands watching what God does, or you can be down on the field with your shoulder pads and your helmet on, your helmet of salvation, your breastplate of righteousness, loins of the truth and feet of the gospel, your shield of faith, and your sword of the spirit. You can be down there doing the battle, or you can be up in the stand. Now, I understand I'm saying some very big things here, but now think about it. Just For just a minute, put aside all of your thoughts. For just a minute, put aside all of the things that other people have told you about Bible prophecy and things like this. Look, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I know that I know that I know, no, no. This is it. This is the upper room experience. The day after the upper room, you can't back up and say, whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying that there was a mighty rushing wind. You're saying that there was tongues of fire. You're saying that people prophesying. You're saying the speaking tongues. Man, man, I want to be in that. Well, I'm sorry, that was last night. We're down on the streets of Jerusalem today. Now there's 3,000 people going to get saved today. Well, I'm going to be part of it. Well, you should have been in the upper room. That happened last night, brothers and sisters. You don't want to be there come April the 23rd hearing about all the miracles and you miss the anointing. See, everybody attends. I'm going to lay hands on you. I'm going to anoint you with oil and I'm going to pray two things over you. 
I'm going to pray that you are given the gift to be able to give an answer. In other words, given the gift to be able to explain to people about these last days, explain about prophecy, the end times, what is happening, the world's falling apart, and you're going to be able to give an answer and to walk in sevenfold miracles. Well, Stan, just who are you? Why should we believe that you have the authority to lay hands on and impart the gift of miracles? Well, I don't know. I I guess if you count me laying hands on that guy that was dead, and, and as soon as I said the name Jesus, he took a big breath, and he got a heartbeat, and his eyes started blinking. If you can call that a miracle, if you think that that gives me the authority to lay hands on and pass miracles on, then great, step up and get your miracle. But it's all, it's not about me. It's not about Prophecy Club or Spirit of Prophecy Church, the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. It's not about you. This is all about Jesus and bringing in those last souls. Remember, I read part of this. Matter of fact, let me just read part of this. And I think this is one of the most important visions I've ever heard. December 27, 2018. Prophet Maurice Scalar was having lunch. All of a sudden, he was translated. It was a vision. He said, he heard, you're summoned to come to the courtroom of heaven. You are to record the case now being tried so that God's people will know the lateness of the hour. So God's people will know the lateness of the hour. You must warn them so that the bride may awaken and take heed. The time is short. The Lady Justice said, I'm skipping, this is just a summarized version. The timing of the final judgments of the day of the Lord must be decided. The accuser of Satan is prosecuting, declaring that the time of Adam's lease is over and must be allowed to take ownership of the earth for a time, times, and half a time. That's three and a half years. As it is written in the Holy Scriptures, the beast Antichrist said, Adam was given exactly 6,000 years to rule the earth. He gave that lease to me, and I own it. I have a right to rule over every man, woman, and child who are mine by Adam's free choice. The time is up. I now demand to be given my government of mankind through whom you call the son of perdition. I call him my son of man. I have the scriptural right to take control of the earth for seven years. Give it to me now. Lady Justice spoke and said, The defense may proceed. Yeshua then said, As the son of man, I have taken the death penalty for every generation of fallen man, including those in this harvest generation. I also stripped Satan of his authority over the church of the living God. His gates can no longer prevail against her. Though the intercession of my holy bride on earth, the overcoming church of the living God, there has been granted a pause. Well, what was Sundar told? A respite, okay? A pause by this court to allow the fullness of the harvest to come in. Say it again. To allow for the fullness of the harvest to come in means there's some people whose names are in the book of life, but they haven't accepted Jesus yet. Let's go on. For I spoke on earth as it is written. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, and then shall the end come. I petition the court for another measure of time, for the end time church to finish and fulfill the promise of my people as it is written, that none should perish, but all have the opportunity to hear the good news of the gospel and be saved from perdition. Finally, the Father, the great judge of the earth, spoke on the basis of the evidence presented by the defense. I decree that the prosecution has failed to bring a closing to the final days of grace on earth, an extension of time has been granted to the saints of the overcoming bridal remnant church. But the tares and the wheat have grown up and now ready to be harvested. Therefore, the birth pains, it goes on to say, birth pains are going to continue and he'll protect his own. The point being, it's saying that the tribulation is about to begin. He's trying to win the last few souls 
whose name are in the book of life that were written before the earth was even created. The foundation of the earth. It was given to Jesus by the Father, saying these are the people that you will have. And there's some people in that book that haven't accepted Jesus, and he wants to get that done before the tribulation starts. As I said yesterday, look, once, if you haven't been saved, if you haven't accepted Jesus by the time the Antichrist shows up, when you see him, you're hooked. You hear him, you're sunk. Chances are you are not going to get saved. Yes, there will be some people saved during that time, but it's not going to be saved. Bible's not clear on that. I'm not going to jump into that. I'm only saying that the time, and that's what this says too, the age of grace is coming to an end. I don't want to worry about that, and you don't want to worry about that. You don't want to take a chance. You want to make certain you're saved. You want to make certain as many people are saved. And look, if you want to be up in the stands, then don't bother coming to this crusade. But if you want to be down on the field, if you want to have that helmet of salvation, if you want to be walking and talking and explaining to people about the last days, look, think about this. Think, Search your heart right now. You've been listening to Prophecy Club for a while. You know that you know that you know, no, no, that you have been called to be a watchman, brothers and sisters. You have been called to be a watchman. If you have been called to be a watchman, this is your opportunity. There's not going to be another meeting. I'm not going to hold another meeting like this. This one is for the prophecy students. This is making ministers out of prophecy students. This is taking you from being interested in prophecy and giving you an anointing to teach prophecy. This is taking you from being interested in miracles to being able to walk into sevenfold miracles. Yes, I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to give those miracles and give that gift of preaching and teaching Bible prophecy to these people in the last days. Look at what I've been reading here. This is straight out of the Bible in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Now, no, it's not all Bible, but the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. That's what I'm bringing you. Okay, so if you want to go to the crusade, how do you get there? You go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com. Now, uh, this is going to be airing 329 of 2019. Today is the last day that you can get the good price for the sleeping rooms at the Hyatt on the corner of Campbell and 75 in the, I think it's Plano. I know it's Dallas, Dallas. Anyway, it's your last day to get the good price. So you need to go to SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com. And you can get the information, and then you go and you reserve your rooms. Re- look, get your reserves. And also, I recommend you get the meal package because the meal you're not going to be able to beat that meal package uh, prices. And uh, by the time you go stand in line, by the time you pay a tip, uh, you won't be able to beat those prices. I mean, I've told them to put together a good buffet to the people there so that it'll be convenient. In other words, you're in the meeting, you go to a buffet, and then you can go up to your room. Or you come back down, you go to a buffet, and after the buffet, then you go into the meeting. So get the meal package. That's my suggestion. Get the meal package. Look, we don't make a dime on the meal package. I'm only putting this together for, well, my convenience as well as your convenience. Look, I don't want to have to go jump the car, go out to some restaurant every few minutes in between the meetings. I want to be able to, to go to the meeting, go to the buffet, and go to the room. Come out of the room, go to the buffet, go to the meeting. In other words, I just want to be concentrating on the meeting. I don't want to have to be standing in line at some Dallas restaurant. Now, that's not to say you you can't, but I'm just saying the buffet package is going to be a good deal. You do need to get signed up quickly, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Now, my book, $20 for one, don't do that, 5 for 30, 10 for 55. By the way, it's selling like hotcakes. And finally, I'm starting to get a lot of comments, a lot of emails. And by the way, if you have a comment, email me at ask 
Stan at prophecyclub.com. Ask Stan at prophecyclub.com. I'm the only one that sees those emails and Bill Case refuses <laughs> said something nice. You know, remember your Christian courtesy as you email. Anyway, one book for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. You get the books at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. Surprisingly, I began to receive information on 30 revelations and two visions beyond what is found in the Bible. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the beasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lot that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20. No, 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 don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55 prophecyclub.com